Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome back to my podcast show, Talking God with Tina. This afternoon, we're going to talk about loving one another and pleasing God. We're also going to talk about George Floyd, the black man who was murdered in America because a police cop kneeled in his throat, stopping his breath and causing him to lose his life. So our topic for today is love one another and please God. I'm gonna read a scripture from Ephesians 5 reading from verses 7 to 17 and it goes as this do not participate in the things these people do for once you were full of darkness but now you have light from the Lord so live as people of light For this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret. But their even intention will be exposed when the light shines on them. For the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Therefore, be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these days, in these evil days. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. There is a lot in that scripture that I just read. The scripture tells us that the things that are being done behind closed doors in secret are so ungodly. But God light exposed them all. His light exposed them all. One thing that drug my attention is what the word of God says. It says the days are evil. It didn't really tell us that the people are evil, though we know that people themselves are evil. The scripture tells us the days are evil. Meaning we are in an evil time. <coughs> a time where evil is on a rampage. Evil is escalated. Evil is spreading like wildfire. And we see it all around us, whether it's in a virus, in a plague, 
in the way people are treating one another, evil are just on a rampage. We are in perilous time. We are in a time of evil. So now I'm going to talk a little bit about what's on my heart and what God has been revealing through prayer and I've been praying to him and he's been speaking regarding the incident that happened with George Floyd. George Floyd was disgracefully, openly killed in a most boastful and prideful way. His killer had no remorse for his action against Floyd. He did not stop in his action when Floyd plead for mercy, even when others plead and Floyd be off. Floyd killer did not stop. He did not show him any mercy. His killing of George was like hanging back in the days. He hanged him in broad daylight where others could see. And what do I mean by that? When Floyd stopped breathing, the knee on his neck was like a rope. It was not removed when Floyd stopped breathing. Just like a rope around a man's throat, when you hanged and you finish hanging, the rope is still tied around your throat to make sure that you're dead. It's not cut loose. The same way the officer's knee was not loose from Floyd's throat, it was still there ensuring that he would die. Did this killer not know by now he was dead? There was no doubt he does. For by not for by now Floyd stopped pleading for his life. His voice stopped saying, I can't breathe. He was no longer crying for his mama. I want my mama. He was silent. Floyd was silent. There was no sound coming from his voice. He stopped crying for help. The breath was gone from his body. He could no longer plead for his life. He was gone from this world just like that. Why? All because of the color of his skin. Yes, Floyd was a black man. The officers with his knee at Floyd's neck was a white man. Does it matter? Yes, it does because that white policeman would not have done it to a white man but instead he treat Floyd like an animal like he was not human why because of the color of his skin Floyd was a black man he was a big man at that he was tall he was probably strong physically it took three cops to hold Floyd down. Two was pinning him down to the ground and one had his knees 
plugged into Floyd's throat, pressing on his windpipe, stopping his breath. His full body weight was on Floyd. How do I know that his full body weight was on Floyd? Because his hand, the officer's hands were in his pockets. This officer had a smirk on his face. You could say it was a pretty smirk when you look at the video. It was a very pretty smirk, almost like a beautiful smile. He was so pleased with himself that he could put his knee at the black man's throat and stop his breath. And the black man could not do anything. That was the smiles on the officer's face. He was happy with himself and his action and what he was doing. And why wouldn't he be happy? His colleagues assisted him. One of his colleagues stand watch. God enough, anyone that could come and help or could come and rescue Floyd from what was happening. And by just placing his knees at the throat of Floyd with his full body weight cutting off Floyd's windpipe, blocking the air from his airway, Floyd was gone. And I said, Lord, only you know if Floyd deserved to die and die in such a manner. God, you would have known the outrage this would have caused. How all over most, most if not all, that people around the world would see this and that this would have caused an outrage. Why? Because this could have been their fathers, their uncles, their brothers, their husbands, their sons. Simple because of the color of his skin. He was treated like an animal. Lord, did your word not say a life for a life? Yet this officer was arrested. But we don't see the justice where it's a life for a life. Yet the other two, three officers were not arrested even though they were accomplices to murder. Is there not any justice in this land anymore? Lord, I'm calling unto you this morning because you, O oh God, sees and knows everything. And we're talking God today. What do you say to this, O oh God? What do you say to these things when they happen? Surely if they are wicked and not born of Christ, then they fit the category a life for a life. So justice will prevail eventually. Lord, let your justice for the life so smugly taken in front of witness. Let your justice be, O oh God. 
No help was afforded to Floyd until it was too late. Until it was too late when his death was guaranteed. And I asked God, did a man not die because you created him black? Surely by now, if most black people could change the fact of being black, they would. But they, was, they were made this way. It's not in their control to be black or white. God decides who is black and who is white. God decides the genetic makeup of a person by who they're born from. So why then is a black man hated for being black? Is black a curse? Black is not a curse. But why is the white race treating the black race in such a manner as if they're cursed to be black? When everyone is placed in this world to live. Are white people upset because the blacks are no longer slaves? Why do they hate us so much? Why does that displease most white people that black people are not slaved? And that we want to live among them peacefully and lovingly. If you cut me, do I not bleed the same blood as you? Is my blood not as red as yours? Don't I have eyes like you do and ears like you do? Did God not put an art in me as he put an art in you? Were you not made of lungs and liver and kidney just as I do? Do I have three legs while my white counterpart has two? Do I have arms in my head growing out while you don't? And the answer to all that is no. Yet why are we treated differently? Simply because my complexion is dark and yours is pale? I'm not having a go at the white man for being pale, so why then am I treated differently for being dark and pigmentation to my skin? Did you God not made us, the human race, each in our own different diverse skin? So why are we being hated for how you have made us? Why does a black man have to sit in his house in fear of his life that if he step foot outside his house that he might not make it back? Simple because of the colour of his skin, the one that you place him in, Almighty God. Will someone not pay for this injustice in this land? Why does war have to come for this to be acknowledged that it is wrong? They hurt us yet we love. They killed us yet we forgive. We will not be slaves again so get over it. My white counterpart, get over it, we will not be slaves again.
if you force us to divide it will not end well for your children this is the word that came from God if you force a divide between the black and the white it will not end well with our children stop this war against race a war is about to break out there's a war being ignited as I speak and it will end ugly stop the war against race let us not go backward we have come so far tell your brothers and your fathers and your mothers and your sisters who are white that those in blues are to stop killing the black man stop threatening the black man stop treating them different from how you would treat your own white counterpart teach your children and your also to love and live peacefully all race to love everyone speak well in your home of black people stop the indifferentiation it will not end well God is watching and God is not pleased stop hating on the black race for we don't hate you even though we have reason to hate our white counterpart because they enslaved us and they beat us and they murder us they embrace us we do not hate you we hate what you did but we do not hate you so why do you hate us so much and for those who are white that are saying we don't hate you but you standing silently watching while others who are white hate the black people so will you not speak up Will you not speak up today and tell your white brothers and sisters to show love? While you remain silent on the fence, you are in agreement with those who are showing hatred. And God is not happy with the hatred that is being shown. Stop hating us. Yes, we cried the race card almost with everything and we heard it every day. There goes the race card again. Because it is happening today, it is in our faces. Our brothers are being killed. We are being treated differently from how you treat your one another. Why are we not equal? We do not want to be superior, we just want to be equal. Is that too hard to ask? Why do you see us as animals when we are only human beings just like you? It is you who have caused the pain to black people and to others so we are not calling you animals why do you see us and treat us as animals why should an innocent black man be cut down simple because he is black
He goes out of his house to the shop and he gets killed. He is driving home to his family and he is shot down and killed. He is arrested wrongly because of his identity of just being black, taken into custody and later he is dead. Yet these men are innocent. But because of the color of their skin, they have been treatedly, treated unjustly. You burst into their homes because they live in a neighborhood that looked too rich for them to be in. Are we going back in time? Haven't we not come this far to go further? And my plea to the black man, my black brothers, black fathers, black uncles, black sons, Please do not fear, cause fear breeds the wrong action. Do not act out of your fear. Only righteous anger is allowed. Anything else and you are playing into the hands of the enemy. Do not fear them, says the Lord. I know you fear for your life and fearing for your life is different from fearing those who take your life. Do not fear them because then your action will cause you to do that which is not pleasing to God. Turn to God and let him guide your life. When God is in your life, you will know how to deal with this situation. Are we not fighting a spiritual battle after all? Because every battle and every war have a spiritual aspect that need to be dealt with. And it needs to be won in the spirit. And if you are not in Christ, then you are left open to the devil device. So will you not turn to God for a solution and an answer? The spirit of racism is coming from the spirit of hatred. Power hungry spirit, a spirit that wants to rule and control. But it is started from hatred and it is still with hatred. Hatred for one another. The spirit of hatred that we see today. I hate you because you are not like me. Why do you hate me so? Because we're huge in numbers. Because we manage to survive regardless of what's been done to us. Because we are everywhere and we multiply no matter what we face, no matter what has been thrown at us. It is God's plan for the black man to live. To demonstrate strength and survival even in adversaries. So that God can have his glory. And he will have his glory.
to the black community do not interfere with God having his glory do not cause a war where there need to be no war let your anger subside and put the situation over in God's hand he is just and faithful to deliver each and every one of us in this time black man I say you are strong do not fear do not cry for too long continue to love your family have many children and leave a legacy for them a legacy that you are strong you're fearless you have survived and so can they leave a legacy that you have lived and you have, you have loved and you have overcome the worst adversary there is hatred that is not your adversary says the lord hatred is that is not the problem says the lord hatred is today i pray and i ask god to please help the black man help the black community help us as black people we're not crying out to be superior but we want right and justice and love to prevail for our race we want equality for our race we want to be given the opportunity to live peacefully without being hounded as if we're animals without being treated unfairly and unjustly in every given situation and God says there are things that he sees that we do not see as because he's God he knows what coming next God said not everyone that we think is innocent is innocent and so we need to trust him he said he will protect the innocent he will help the black race to overcome and rise up for the better God said the world want to live but they don't want to turn to him. But they cannot have their cake and eat it. And he said my people my children do not contaminate yourself in the midst of this situation. You feel you have to do something But whatever you think you need to do, it needs to be in line with the Spirit of God and with God's plan. Do not take justice into your own hand. Seek God and find out what God wants you to do for this situation before you act. Do not act out of fear. Let us not fall in the trap of the enemy who is setting us up against each other yes we black people are hot when we think 
that we are defending our right. But God defend us in times like this. Oh, you say, you say, how can black people fight this fight and win without displeasing God? God said he will show us. He said, continue to love. Love is the answer. Love is the key. Regardless of what is happening to you, regardless of what you face as a black man or a black person, love one another. Show them love, he says. God said he's going to make the white counterpart so uncomfortable. He said, I'm going to make it so uncomfortable for the white people that they will have to accept your love. But you have to show that love. See, it's a two-way. You show the love and they will accept the love. So God's going to make it that they accept your love. But he's also asking you to continue to show the love regardless of what you're going through. Yes, it is hard, but it can be done. It can be done. In John, 1 John 3, from verse 11, it says, This is a message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another. We must not be like Cain who belonged to the evil one and killed his brother. Why did he kill him? Because Cain had been doing what was evil and his brother had been doing what was righteous. So don't be surprised, dear brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. If we love our brothers and sisters... It proves that we have passed from death to life. But a person who has no love is still dead. Anyone who hates another brother or sister is really a murderer at heart. And you know that murderers don't have eternal life with them. So you see, God is asking you to love if you become like your white counterpart and start killing like them, then God send this hatred in your heart. And that is not what he wants for you, black man, black community. He wants us to show and demonstrate love. It is easy to love someone who has been kind to you. But that's not what God is calling us to do. He's calling us to love regardless. And that way he will get his glory. We know that real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives, give up your pride, give up your anger, give up all those things that you want to do. Give it all up and show love. If someone had enough money to live well and see a brother or sister in need but show no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our action. 
our action will show that we belong to the truth. So we will be confident when we stand before God. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings and he knows everything. So love one another just as he commanded us. So this is a message not just for my black brothers and sisters but for my white counterpart, you too. Show love. If you said you are in Christ and you are not helping to make the situation better by showing love, show your black, your white brothers and sisters how to love black people. How to accept our love when we demonstrate love to them. And it will be well with our soul and God will make right all these things that are happening. But be warned, if you cause a war and a division against the black and the white, it will not be well with us, with our children. Show love. Let peace abide. Do not start a war. Speak out, take action, pray, speak back, but do not retaliate with hatred and violence and war. That is not the solution. Love is the answer and love is the key towards racism. I release peace to George Floyd's family. Comfort and peace at this time. To his friend. Let the peace of God abide in you. Yes, we stand up for Floyd because what has been done to him has been injustice and we pray that God will cause all four officers to be arrested. But remember, there are many like those four officers who are behind closed doors that are doing the same thing. So we pray that those as well will be caused to be accountable for their actions. God has only bring to light what is being done behind closed doors. George loses life so we can see what is being done done behind closed door all those black patients that passed away through COVID-19 because they've been treated unjustly God allows this to come to light he has exposed it if you look in the scripture that I read previously in Ephesians God has exposed this situation he caused that one man to die so you could see what is being done behind closed door to the many But he said, because he's God, he's asking you to still show love regardless of what is happening. Is he not God? All those lives that have been taken, do they not belong to him? Are we more than God that we should be more angry than God regarding the lives that have been taken? Are we more righteous than God that we're more righteously upset than God regarding the lives that have been taken? No. God said to show love regardless. 
regardless of what's happening he is asking us to show love let love abide if he can love us even when we were not at a place to be loved we can still show love love is the answer love is the key have a blessed sunday thank you for tuning in to talking god with tina looking forward for our next session bye for now